minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Rosh Chodesh. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. For the glow of the candle, for the warmth that they give us inside. For the story we retell with pride, for the fight of our fathers, for the struggle endured to Someone not a father For a name 
J.M. and the A.M. The Weinrib Brothers from a brand new CD entitled Me'en Alam Haba. That is the title track. Yehuda Green with Nachamu off of Barachini. Yer Yaakov Shweki with Kolot. Haneris Halol done by Benzion Schenker. The one before that done by 613. And Regesh Modani opening things up as we say good morning. Ah, there we go. JM and the AM on this Tuesday. It's Chanukah. It's Rosh Chodesh. Welcome to a Tuesday, December the 23rd, day one in the month of Teves. It's day seven of Chanukah and day two of Rosh Chodesh Teves. All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh, including and Chanukah, including Yalviyavo, Alanisim, Halel, special Torah reading, Musaf. It's all there today because of both Chanukah and Rosh Chodesh. Showers today with a high temperature of 49, then showers late tonight, low 47. More rain for tomorrow, a high 56 degrees. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 54. We're at 45 degrees here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Wish everybody a Freilich and Hanukkah, a happy Hanukkah, and a very good Rosh Chodesh to all. Checking out some of the, I'll tell you, the news from Israel with the election, it just, you, you don't know what's happening anymore. You just don't know what's happening. This one making a deal with that one. These polls saying this and that. And uh, what alliances are being formed. What the plans are if uh, this party wins the election or if that party wins the election. Just all over the place. Um, there's an article on uh, the Jerusalem Post website about Israeli tackle football. We've spent some time on this radio program talking about this unique uh, development, how the Israeli Football League, six years old, is gaining some traction in the country and is on its way to a measure of relevancy on the Israeli athletic scene. It says here, the sport is nothing new in Israel. It is now in its 25th year, according to Steve Leibowitz, founding father of the sport and now president of the AFI, American Football in Israel. And we, of course, know that uh, Kraft Stadium on a Saturday night and many other nights has um, an amazing air about it, an incredible buzz as uh, people from all over come on uh, come on down to watch great American football. Here it says, that in addition to uh, Robert Kraft and those who helped found the Kraft Stadium with support from the Wolf family, owners of the Minnesota Vikings, as well as hedge fund billionaire Henry Schwecka, and most important, the Kraft family, owners of the New England Patriots. The league has found its trio of hotshot financiers to make many of its goals reality. So Kalaka votes everybody who has stepped up and has had a role in the uh, American Football League in Israel, AFI. Anyway, made the Jerusalem Post today, and really a nice story with some good photos as well. J.M. and the A.M. at 28 minutes before 7 o'clock. Happy Hanukkah, happy Rosh Chodesh, brand new, David Lowy.
rotations like nobody knows. Turning to the left from the right, what's right, what's wrong, nobody knows. Heard the news, the proof world spinning out of control. Stop, keep it cool. Music gets you through. Hop in my car, turn on the radio. Roll down my windows, let the speakers flow. Hashem, and I 
Thank you. 
Fitcher Ben Shimon, Isaac Hanan, David Vingart, and Menachem Weinstein, and Ephraim Sierra. Some stories live while others come and go. The greatest nations fell, but one stands alone. Doesn't matter who, when, why, doesn't matter how strong they are, it always ends the same. Those few mock of beasts 
picked up the torch, fought till the free. Doesn't matter who, when, why, now when God's on your side. So spread out your wings for eight days of flight. Flash fade away, evil will fade. Eight days of light will sink through the night. Like years. Goldstein and Company. The Night of Light. Tonight is Hanukkah. David Dax before that with the hidden medley off the brand new Shiraz Hayam. Yaeli Klein had Adma Hashem. Nachas with Feel the Music. David Lowy with Marabu off of the brand new Ata Imadi here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning, it's Rosh Chodesh, it's Hanukkah, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial from the live from the uh, Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, and heard around the world at jmtheam.org. Galay Tzal in the background. News from Israel is coming up. Plenty more happening between now and 9 a.m. And then, of course, on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in and uh, enjoy our programming, which is always pretty amazing, I must say. <laughs> Ellie Hagler with the OU Jewish Reaction Show coming up at 9 o'clock. And uh, live lunch being done by ZK on this uh, Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh morning coming up as well. That'll be between 11 and 1 later on today, Eastern Time, on the stream at jmandtheam.org. Don't forget, you can comment on our app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app. You can comment as the show goes on, on the home screen of the app, on Android or iPhone. Take care of that now. Make sure to install it on your phone, and you'll have it. You'll be able to comment as we continue. Galay Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday next. 
חנוכה שמח, חודש טוב, מג'אם נאם. השעה שתיים, כנהוד גרף עם מה שקורה עכשיו. נחשף דוח שיאני השכר במגזר הציבורי. בראש הרשימה שוב רופאים בכירים. כתבתנו יונה לייבזון. שכר המפכ"ל דנינו עומד על 86,000 שקלים בחודש, נציב שב"ס פרנקו 84,000, והרמטכ"ל גנץ מרוויח 81,000 שקלים. בראש רשימת השיאנים כמדי שנה הרופאים, מנהל מחלקה בפריפריה מרוויח 124,000 שקלים. הגופים הממשלתיים ממוצע השכר הגבוה ביותר הם הנמלים, עד 28,000 שקלים בחודש בנמל אשדוד. השכר הממוצע בצה"ל כמעט 13,000 שקלים, ובמשטרה למעלה מ-15,000 שקלים. השכר הממוצע לנשים בשנה שעברה עמד על כמעט 12,000 שקלים, ואילו זה של הגברים, למעלה מ-13,000 שקלים. עובדי חברת החשמל פתחו בצהריים בשביתה פתאומית. כתבנו ישי שנרב. כל מערכי חברת החשמל שובתים החל מהיום למעט מערך אספקת החשמל שיפעל במתכונת שבת. לא יינתן שירות לקוחות וצפויה האטה משמעותית בתיקון תקלות. העובדים מוחים על ההחלטה שלא לתת קביעות לעובדים חדשים ב-2015, מה שלטענתם יוביל לפיטורי מאות עובדים זמניים בחברה עקב מצבה הכלכלי הקשה. ממשרד האוצר נמסר בתגובה זוהי הפרה של הוראות בית הדין לעבודה, מיותר ופגיעה בצרכני החשמל. גוניה מתוקו, האישה שנרצחה אתמול בראשון לציון ובעלה בכלא שרצח אותה והתאבד, מובאים כעת למנוחות בבית העלמין גורדון בעיר. כתבתנו שרון פולבר מוסרת שבני הזוג הותירו אחריהם חמישה ילדים יתומים. קצין צה"ל בדרגת אלוף משנה, המשרת ביחידה מסווגת וחשוד בעבירות מין בקטינים, שוחרר היום למעצר בית בן עשרה ימים. הנה עורך דינו מיקי חובה. אנחנו ככל הנראה גם נגיש ערר על ההחלטה הזו, שכן מדובר באדם חשוד שנמצא במעצר במשך תקופה לא קצרה. המשטרה יצאה בהצהרות, ואני אומר לכם, כפי שטענתי גם בבית המשפט, נכון לראיות שיש כרגע, לא מקיימות עבירה פלילית. מסמך פנימי של ועדת סל התרופות מהשנה שעברה, שפרסמה כתבתנו יערה שפירא מגלה, שעלות התרופות שהוגדרו חיוניות ביותר, עמדה על כמעט פי שלושה מתקציב הוועדה. עלות התרופות שהוגדרו כחיוניות בשנה שעברה הסתכמה בלמעלה מ-800 מיליון שקלים, כשלוועדה הוקצה תקציב של 300 מיליון שקלים בלבד. להערכת הוועדה, התרופות שהוגדרו חיוניות אבל לא אושרו, יועדו להגיע לכ-275 אלף חולים במהלך השנה האחרונה. חולפת. ועדת סל הבריאות לשנת 2015 תגיש את מסקנותיה בעוד תשעה ימים, והפערים האלה צפויים רק לגדול. תושבי שדרות וסביבתה והסטודנטים במכללת ספיר מוחים בעקבות מחירי הנסיעה מתחנת הרכבת בעיר למרכז, כמעט פי שניים מעלות הכרטיס לאוטובוס. מחר תופסק הטבת הנסיעה חינם לתושבים, והם מאיימים להחרים את הרכבת. גלית אלטשטיין שוחחה עם נורית בר-אור ממארגנות המחאה. במישור האישי אני אצטרך לחזור ולנסוע בטרמפים. אנחנו לא נעבור לזה לסדר היום, אנחנו מתכוונים, אנחנו נצא לנוח לחסום כבישים ואנחנו לא נוותר, כי זה משהו שמגיע לנו, זה לא בדיוק לשים פסים ולקרב אותנו למרכז, אם שמים לנו רכבת ואנחנו לא יכולים להשתמש בה. התחזית בלילה קר. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. חנוכף, חנוכף, בגלי צהר. שלום, אני שירין. עכשיו קצת אחרי. 
J.M. in the A.M. Yalaviyavo is done by uh, Shloimi Gertner on this Rosh Chodesh Chanukah morning. Uh, don't forget all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh and Chanukah. Yalaviyavo, Al-Nisim, Halel, special Torah reading, Musaf, etc., etc., everything you would include on both Rosh Chodesh and Chanukah. Second day of Rosh Chodesh, seventh of Chanukah, means tonight is the eighth night. means tonight those amazing Chanukiyot Photos, those amazing pictures of the Hanukkah menorahs are going to be going viral as uh, every uh, part of the menorah will be filled and lit. And uh, how amazing are those photographs? Nothing like the eighth night of Hanukkah. The only sad part is, of course, tonight will be the last night of Hanukkah. And uh, we'd prefer it go on for a while, that's for sure. Hope your uh, holiday has been amazing so far. 45 degrees showers today with a high temperature of 49. Looks like the rain will be with us for a couple of days. Yerushalayim is at 54. We're at 45 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Uh, this coming uh, Thursday, December the 25th, Uh, there is a Yarche Kala taking place. Rabbi Yisrael Reisman, Rabbi Eli Reisman, Rabbi Yisrael Dove Webster, all speaking at the Agudas Yisrael of Madison, 2122 Avenue S in Brooklyn, New York, this coming Thursday, December the 25th, a legal holiday. Information at 718-253-5497, 718-253-5497 for information on that. Our friends at Maya Note this coming uh, Thursday... Uh, are going to be presenting their uh, annual day of study in the liberal arts and sciences, Thursday from 9.30 in the morning until 12.30 at Mayanot Yeshiva High School. Keynote address, Dr. Julie Goldstein, the chair of Mayanot's Jewish History Department, on the topic of Isaac's Ashes, the startling representation of children in Jewish culture. There will be plenty of sessions on many interesting topics, from Talmud to science to Hebrew to Tanakh. Uh, check it out this coming Thursday at Mayanot Yeshiva High School in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, as you know, Soul Farm is in concert tomorrow night. That is happening tomorrow night. As soon as I have the details in front of me, I'll give it to you. But we were talking about it. Oh, here it is. Soul Farm tomorrow night with Zusha at the Highline Ballroom beginning at the 8 p.m. on West 16th Street in New York City. Soulfarm.net for information if you missed any of their live appearance here. At JM the AM, I will tell you, it was simply phenomenal. Simply phenomenal. Reminder, the TABC dinner is Sunday, January the 4th. Mazal Tov to ETL and Leanne Foreman and Norman Blumenthal and Eitan Blumen. They are all awardees, honorees at the TABC dinner coming up on Sunday, January the 4th. Go to TABC.org for information about it. Again, that's TABC.org for information. This coming Shabbos, Partners in Torah invites you to a historic Shabbos entitled A Time to Reboot, Charting a Path to Jewish Unity. Keynote speakers are Yisrael Mayor Lau, former Chief Rabbi of Israel. An amazing lineup. Uh, it's happening at the Stamford Plaza Hotel in Stamford, Connecticut. Information, partnersintorah.org slash retreat. That's partnersintorah.org slash retreat for information. Uh, JESC, the Jewish Education for Special Children of Bergen County, has their 28th annual breakfast happening on the Sunday, January the 4th. Shirley and Solomon Bitone, Dina and Moshe Kindelera, they are among the honorees. 
at Congregation Keter Torah uh, in Teaneck, New Jersey. Information contact the JESC Jewish Education of Special for Special Children of Bergen County uh, for information on that. And anything else? Oh, OU convention is coming up. That's happening this Shabbos. Uh, the OU Orthodox Union National Convention happens at the DoubleTree Tarrytown in Tarrytown, New York, with an amazing lineup, including Rabbi Herschel Schachter, Malcolm Holmline, Rabbi Nit Henkin, Rabbi Ephraim Mervis, the Chief Rabbi of England, Rabbi Daniel Oppenheimer, Chief Rabbi of Buenos Aires. They are all together with a special Matzei Shabbos OU installation dinner with keynote speaker Richard Joel. President of Yeshiva University, go to ou.org slash convention for information. Again, that's ou.org slash convention for information on that uh, for this coming Shabbos. Shiva League sports updates on the way. Elliot Weiselberg has again brilliantly prepared a phenomenal report. Yeshiva League sports update. Hockey, basketball, it's on the way. Coming up next at JM in the AM. Hanukkah CD, that is uh, Maccabee here at JM in the AM. 
Uh, well, I'm looking at the report from Nefesh Benefesh regarding North American Aliyah in 2014. Almost 4,000 people uh, from North America, a 7% increase over the previous year. In 2013, it was 3,504. 2014, 37.62. 6% growth in Aliyah from the United Kingdom. Uh, in 2014, Nefesh Benefesh had 17 special Aliyah flights from North America, 296 families, almost 1,000 children under 18. Wow. Over 1,700 singles. Olim ranged in age from three weeks to 98 years old. <laughs> Wow. In addition to where you'd expect them to come from, New York, New Jersey, Florida, California, etc., they had Quebec, uh, Ontario, British Aliyah had its increase of, uh, had, had displayed an increase of its own with 525 British Olim in 2014, a 6% increase. Uh, 10% increase in lone soldiers in 2014. Top cities that Olim went to, Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, Beit Shemesh, Ranana. The Go North and Go South programs facilitated the Aliyah of hundreds of Olim to uh, places like Haifa, Tzvat, Zichron Yaakov, Nahariya, Kiryat Yam, Karmiel, Nesher, Kesaria, Ma'alot, and Kiryat Shmona. Plus in the south, Beersheva, Ashkelon, Arad, Elat, Evan Shmuel, Kiryat Gata, Midreshet Ben Gurion University. And stay care. Unbelievable. So Nevesh Benefesh now in its uh, 13th or 14th year, uh, continuing to do an amazing job. Again, from North America in 2014, 3,762 Olim. Pretty amazing. Elliot Weiselberg has another brilliant edition of the Shiva League Sports Update, and I thank him with a big shout-out going out to our friends at Crown Trophy who take great pride that we have a Shiva League Sports Update every Tuesday here at JM in the AM. It is time for Elliot Weiselberg in the Yeshiva League Sports Update right now. Here he is at JM in the AM. Coming up on Tuesday morning's JM in the AM Sports Update, Flatbush and North Shore meet in quadruple header basketball action. And Hank Varsity Hockey does it again. But what exactly is it? Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. The Hank Hurricanes Varsity Hockey team faced off against Western Powerhouse SAR Sting in Uniondale this past Sunday. Coming into this game, the Hurricanes had not lost a game in regulation on their home court, only losing to DRS in overtime in their five games at home. SAR at 7-2 and two, came in looking to put distance between itself and Kushner in the race for one of the top spots in the Western Division. Neither team was able to break through in the first, but the second proved to be the key for the home team. In the span of three minutes, the Hurricanes were able to amass a two-goal lead on markers by Matthew Rosenberg and Ezra Kushner. Hank was able to carry the two-goal lead for most of the period, but could not keep the sting off the board as Sam Schwalbe slammed home an SAR goal with just under two minutes to go in the period. Hank looked to be in control until halfway through the third when the Hurricanes found themselves down a man and out of luck as SAR turned a power play into the game-tying goal, and for the fourth time this year and third time at home, the Hurricanes would play an extra session. In three overtime games this season, Hank has been 2-1, and one, defeating Rambam and Flatbush, both with game winners coming off of the stick of Josh Wangroski, in both instances completing hat-tricks. In this one, Wangroski would get the opportunity once again, following Hank killing off three minutes of three-on-two action after taking two consecutive penalties. Wangroski found himself breaking in all alone on the SAR net, only to have Gil Fortgang make a toe-save, denying Wangroski's third game winner and keeping Hank's streak of not winning games where Wangroski 
Lewandowski does not score alive as the game would end in a 2-2 tie. Flatbush would be the scene of a massive Sunday of basketball action as the Falcons and North Shore Stars went toe-to-toe for four straight contests on the hardwood. In the morning session, the teams would split as North Shore would take the JV game with Flatbush winning the varsity matchup. In the afternoon session, the boys took the floor. The more anticipated matchup came first with the JV squads doing battle. Flatbush entering the game undefeated and North Shore having only lost their first game to Hafter a few days prior. The first half was a back-and-forth affair with the two teams knotted at 22 at the midway point. But in the third, the Falcons went on a run with the Falcons' A.B. Roseout scoring 11 of his game-high 29 points on the day to push open a double-digit lead heading to a 52-41 Flatbush victory. In the last game of the day, the varsity battle, under a minute to go in the ballgame, North Shore up 30-27. to Bobby Sofer drains a long three with five ticks left on the clock to tie the game at 30. That five seconds would be enough for the Stars, however, as the, on the inbounds, the ball found its way to Josh Hecht for a jumper from 10 feet out to win the game at the buzzer, giving North Shore its league-high ninth win of the year. Just a reminder, that Flopper squad will square off with Hafter this coming Sunday night at 7 p.m. at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn as part of a full four-game slate in the College Basketball Winter Festival starting at noon. Tickets for the full day of games are on sale through both schools and are extremely reasonably priced, with one ticket being good enough for entry to all games. Please contact the schools directly for more information. Want a more issue of the league action? Tune into the court report tonight at 7 p.m. on the Nachum Siegel Network. On this week's episode, I discuss what makes a great Yeshiva League rivalry on the heels of Rivalry Week in hockey and basketball. And Flatbush Athletic Director Eric Amkraut and I discuss this coming Sunday night. And that was your Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
J.M. and the A.M. that Moe's tour from Sam Glazer. 7.30 in the morning, Tuesday. It's Rosh Chodesh morning here at J.M. and the A.M. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. What is the difference between Chanukah and Purim? Purim, we have the obligation of Mishta Simcha, rejoicing, eating and drinking, while Chanukah does not. The Levush explains that on Chanukah, the decrees were not for our physical death. The decrees that were issued affected our ruchniyistic life, our spiritual lives. The intent was that Bnei Yisrael should rebel against the Torah. Therefore, when Bechaste Hashem, the decrees were not successful, we praise Hashem, Lahoidos, to give thanks, Ulahalel, and to praise. On Purim, however, the Gezer of the decree was Lahashmid Larogul Abed, to kill the Jewish people, to annihilate them. Because of this, Chazawar Koveya, that we praise Hashem through Mishta Vesimcha, rejoicing through food and drink, Gashmius, materialism. The great Goin, Ravel Chonan Wasserman, added an additional distinction. The difference is not only in the nature of the Gezeras, but also the way that we were saved was quite different. In terms of the Gezerah of Hamon, all the Jews were gathered together, they fasted, they poured out their hearts in tefillah in prayer. Why didn't they go out and fight against Hamon like the Chashmonaim fought against the Yavonim? We can't say the reason they held back was because they knew they wouldn't be able to overpower the army. They were Nevi'im. If they knew it was the Ratzon Hashem, the way of Hashem in the will that they should fight, they would certainly have given themselves over to death. The Chashmonaim themselves were the few who stood up against the many. So why did they stand up in battle, but not the Jews in the times of Haman? Rebbe Chonin explains a great Chiddush. Even though we say, Ein oid milvado, that there is none other than Hashem, Lashem ha'aretz that Hashem has everything in this entire world and fills the entire world. Nevertheless, the Midas Adin, the divine attribute of strict justice, is miskaber. Permission is sometimes given to the adversary to fight against Hashem, as we find in the Hakdom of the Ramchal, in the introduction to Piskei Chochma, and in the Rambam, Hilchus Tshuva, the laws of repentance. According to this, there are two types of Anhogos in the world, two ways in which Hashem conducts the world. There is the Anhog of Hashem, and at times there is Mas HaSotan, things that are in the hands of the adversary. The Gezerah, the decree on Bnei Yisrael, is also governed in one of these two ways. We have to discern which Hanhaga, which manner of conduct, is guiding the Gezerah, and how is that done. If the Gezerah, if the decree is on the goof, on the body, like it was in the days of Haman, that's a Masa Hashem. The reason for this decree is to have B'nai Yisrael repent and do tshuva. A war against this Gezerah, against this decree, will not help. But when the decree is on the Neshama, to take Klau Yisrael away from Judaism, 
This is not Maaseh Hashem. This is Maaseh Satan. It's an act of the adversary. In order to weaken the power of the adversary, Mesiras Nefesh is required, self-sacrifice, to give of themselves, even if necessary, to give up their lives. And so the Chashmonoim fought a war of the soul, a war of spirituality, of the essence of our lives. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a freilich in Chanukah.
J.M. in the A.M. Mo's tour, Miami with that amazing selection for a Rosh Chodesh Hanukkah morning here at J.M. in the A.M. 7.40 in the morning, 20 minutes before 8 o'clock on this Rosh Chodesh Hanukkah. All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh and Hanukkah, which means uh, Yalav Yavo and Alanisim and Halel. Special Torah reading, Musaf, of course, because it's Rosh Chodesh. The holiday starts to ebb away. Tonight is the eighth day of Hanukkah. Could you imagine? Tonight's the eighth night, I should say, of Hanukkah. And I'm sure a lot of those photos of Hanukkiyot, beautiful Hanukkah menorahs, completely lit up, are going to be going viral tonight on social media, that's for sure. Comment on our app at any time. The NSN app is available to you on both Android and iPhone. All you got to do is uh, go to your uh, Android or iPhone app store, put in the Nahum Siegel Network app, and then you could use that app to comment whenever you wish during uh, any program that is airing at the time. Reminder, at 9 o'clock this morning, Ellie Hagler in the OU Jewish Reaction Show coming up between 9 and 10 Eastern time right after JM in the AM. Well, this past Shabbos, as many of you know, I was uh, up at Congregation Agudath Shalom, a beautiful synagogue in Stamford, Connecticut. Uh, the guest of the shul and uh, Rabbi Daniel Cohen, who is the uh, spiritual leader of the congregation. And I knew about this in advance, uh, but only, uh, but it, I, it, it was only reinforced, or I should say it was reinforced for me, um, when I was uh, up at the synagogue. And um, there in shul on Shabbos was obviously Rabbi Cohen, who was leading the services, and Pastor Greg Dahl. And uh, they are—they have embarked on a project together, a project that uh, gives back, that pays forward through small acts of anonymous kindness called the Elijah Campaign. And we have uh, both of them live via telephone. Rabbi Daniel Cohen is Rabbi of Congregation Aguda Shalom in Stanford, Connecticut. Rabbi Cohen, nice to reunite in this forum. Good morning and happy Hanukkah to you. Good morning. Happy Hanukkah to you, too. It's uh, wonderful to be on your show. I appreciate that. And Pastor Greg Dahl of the Norton Presbyterian Church in Darien, Connecticut. Uh, he and the rabbi created the Elijah Moment campaign. Pastor Dahl, a happy holiday to you, and uh, thank you for joining us here at JM in the AM. Yeah, good morning. Thanks so much for having me. A pleasure. All right, Rabbi Cohen, how did this work? Uh, how, how far back do you and Pastor Dahl go that you're able to embark on a project like this together? Uh, well, we go back to the very beginning of creation together. But <laughs> <laughs> we actually uh, connected about uh, a little over a year ago. Uh, Pastor Dahl reached out to me about hosting his confirmation class at our synagogue if they wanted to learn about Jewish faith. And um, we really quickly hit it off. We uh, coffee together, lunch together, did some teaching um, over at his uh, church, and we've really found ourselves to be kindred spirits, and uh, over time really found a common desire to help try to make the world a better place, try to harness uh, both of our energies to uh, motivate people to uh, give back uh, to the world and bring more light. Do the two of you remember how the Elijah campaign uh, uh, started, or do you, do you give each other credit for this, Pastor? How does it work? I'll defer to uh, Rabbi Ko on that. It definitely was his idea, and uh, he asked me to come along and support it. Uh, I was thrilled to do it, but I'll let him talk about uh, how this originally surfaced in his own mind. Rabbi, how did it begin? Well, actually, it started really through a product of a book that I'm in the midst of writing, um, whose premise is uh, you're at a funeral, and as you walk out of the funeral, you have a moment where you say to yourself, I hope they speak about me. 
the way they spoke about that person. We all feel that way. But usually that thought goes away, and the concept behind the book is called What Will They Say About You When You're Gone? You write your own reflections, and then you uh, go through a process, a journey of seven principles of reverse engineering your life. So you lead a life now you want to be remembered for. One of those principles is called being an angel, or really being an Elijah. Uh, we oftentimes find that somebody may come, for example, to a funeral, and the deceased wouldn't know who they are, nor would the family, but because of one moment in time when two souls connected, when you reached out to an individual, you potentially changed their life. So we really developed this theme. I spoke about it called the Elijah moment, where everyone can be an Elijah, where you come into somebody's life, you make their day, and a fleeting encounter can be something that ultimately is eternal. Um, so Pastor Dahl has spoken to me about in his own community, really these small acts, and the reverberations they can have. And we were brainstorming and said, how can we bring this to the broader community? And we thought about using social media. Uh, we started a Facebook page, the Elijah Moment campaign. We're encouraging people to let us know what they're doing, hashtag Elijah Moment, and create these what we call flash mobs of kindness as well. <laughs> One of the ways that it's grown is through a, a flash mob we did at Starbucks and at a bakery where we told four or five people to go into that store just with the premise of doing something nice and asking somebody to pay it forward. That's amazing, the goodwill that was created, and the things that people have done as a result of that have really generated light all over not only our county, but our state and really across the country. Everybody, Daniel Cohen, Pastor Greg Dahl, the Elijah Moment campaign. They're both with us live via telephone. Um, I'll ask both of you, or by Cohen, I'll start with you. Uh, how does it feel when you see the type of reaction, and we've seen this on some of the videos and news reports that we've seen about the Elijah Moment campaign, uh, how does it feel when you say, see the way people react to these small acts of kindness, when you're paying for their coffee and you're doing them a small favor in a bakery or a Starbucks? Uh, I, I'm, I was a little bit, uh, I, I was shocked at how people reacted, frankly. They were just, uh, it, it, it obviously made a tremendous impression on them. It's very heartwarming. It kind of restores your, your faith, uh, you know, people. One story that just touched me, we were at a bakery, and uh, we would ask people afterwards, so now that you receive this cup of coffee, what are you going to do? And one guy said, you know, I've been thinking for months about going down to a homeless shelter and uh, providing them some clothes, and today I'm going to do it. The other guy said, I'm working in Mount Kisco, and because of what you did for me, I'm going to take some food and feed some guys that I need over there. And it just lights people up. I mean, we both believe that everybody's created in God's image, and when we emulate those ways, we feel great, and the fires just start to really burn really bright. Pastor, what do you think when the people reacted the way they did to these small acts of kindness? You know, it, it, uh, it, it speaks to me about what's possible in our culture, and um, Rabbi Cohen's been saying throughout this whole campaign, uh, his one of his lines has been, in a world of increasing violence let's flood the world with acts of kindness and uh, so in that in that moment in time as he said you see people react and and you see what's possible uh with humanity when we do these acts of kindness and again they can be small gestures of kindness it can be holding a door it can be paying it forward but what we've also talked about is uh creating a culture where people actually take time to think about not just doing random acts of kindness, but very deliberate acts of kindness. So we imagine families sitting down and saying, during this season of lights, 
what can we do to express kindness and express love in this season. That, I mean, that excites us, the fact that people would actually change the way which they enter this season, uh, preparing to do these, these acts of kindness. Mm, no question about it. You've actually put together a list that we saw of different things that people could do, like paying the toll for somebody who's behind you, or obviously not ignoring panhandlers on the street, but offering them some cash, uh, sponsoring toys and dinners for needy families, donating money to schools for school outings for kids, etc. You know, I don't know how things are in Connecticut, but when people start to get this nice in New York, sometimes people get suspicious, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a scary world out there. Actually, yesterday, last night, I'm trying something today. Uh, I sent uh, the pastor a quick text. Uh, today is going to be thank you the police, wherever you are across Ooh. the world. I went last night to the Stanford uh, Police Department with my daughters and uh, brought them some stuff and just said thank you. I mean, you know, the reality is, is everybody needs a boost, and uh, everybody needs a little bit of uh, warmth. So there's so many opportunities that we have. And, you know, mentioned also, and Pastor Dahl alluded to it, don't wait to be a recipient of kindness. It's strategic. You may be in the car today and say, who are the one or two people that I can call on the phone who need a little boost? Who's in my office who could use a little bit of a note to help them out? So the more strategic and deliberate we are, the more that we will truly uh, lead those fulfilling lives and really uh, spread a lot of warmth and light during this time. And I'm glad you mentioned the uh, police officers and call a vote to you for doing that because, as we know, all police departments in this area and throughout the country need a boost this week. That is for sure. Uh, all right, what do we do on Facebook or by Cohen? What, where do people go to get information about the project? So what they do is they just uh, type in on Facebook. The, uh, the area is called Elijah Moments. E-L-I-J-A-H moment, and then you'll connect to our Facebook page. Um, you like the page, then you can post what you're doing. Um, our Starbucks video is on there. We actually also have a, um, there was a resolution on the Senate floor. We're grateful to Senator Richard Blumenthal about a week ago. It's now in the congressional record about the Elijah moment and encouraging people all over the country to embrace this mission. Meaning that he led the uh, effort for Congress to actually recognize what you're doing. Exactly, exactly, and thanked us and encouraged people on the Senate floor uh, during this season to embrace the Elijah moment. Fantastic. Uh, Rabbi Daniel Cohen, he is the uh, rabbi of Congregation Aguda Shalom up in uh, in uh, Stamford, Connecticut. We had a wonderful Shabbos up there. Rabbi, thank you for your warm hospitality. It was really You're a beautiful... You're welcome. You're welcome back anytime. I, I, as I joked with you, we have to do part two at some time in the future. That's right. <laughs> and Pastor Greg Dahl, the Norton Presbyterian Church in Darien, Connecticut. Pastor, you have a very busy week, so I appreciate you taking the time and wish you, you the happiest of holidays this week. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a great joy. I appreciate that very much. There they are, Rabbi Cohen and Pastor Dahl. They have literally teamed up and have encouraged everybody out there to become part of their team to bring a little uh, bright sunshine to uh, to people's lives through the acts of small kindnesses. You can check it all out on Facebook, the Elijah Moment campaign. Uh, there's a great news report that Rabbi Cohen just alluded to that we saw in advance of going up to Connecticut which is really cool, and if this encourages people to do small acts of kindness for people all over the world, then uh, fantastic. What better thing can we do? Eight minutes before 8 o'clock, this is JM in the AM.
fun to play with friends. My cradle game, there's always winners at the end. Oh, we'll be spinning, 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 winning, 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 round and round. Oh, we'll be spinning, 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 winning, 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 winning on the ground. My cradle game, it's so much fun to play at night. My cradle game. We play it by the candlelight. Oh, we'll be spinning, 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 winning, 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 round and round. Oh, we'll be spinning, 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 winning, 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 winning on the ground. In the AM, spinning, spinning. That's how I would describe the dreidel, and that's how Uncle Maishi describes the dreidel. Simple as that. Uh, from the Uncle Maishi Hanukkah album. Doing a lot of that album, didn't we? Yeah, we did a lot of that album through Hanukkah. Who can uh, tell us about the uh, incredible and amazing uh, Hanukkah holiday like Uncle Maishi can? Nobody. Uh, before that, Mia Malel, Jonathan Rimberg and company here at JM in the AM as we wrap up hour number two. Hour number three is on the way. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. This is JM in the AM dot ORG. Well, uh, through Hanukkah, we've been playing a, a brand new single that was released by Shalsheles and Yedidim Productions. It's called the Magid's Menorah, and um, it is quite a tune. We'll obviously play it for you again at the end of this conversation. Yitzhak Rosenthal, who's of course the founder of Shalsheles, is with us live via telephone to tell us about this brand new nigun and what the Magid's Menorah is all about. Yitzchak Rosenthal, happy Hanukkah. Welcome back to JM in the AM. 
Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, Nachman, to all the listeners. How are you? Everything is wonderful, thank God. Everyone's always wondering about the latest from Shal Shalas. I guess this single would be the answer to that question right now, huh? Uh, or to everyone for a loop uh, with the uh, lyric being Yiddish, uh, <laughs> one or the other. But yes, I guess that was the uh, latest uh, offering um, uh, that we uh, that we put out. Good, and, uh, yeah. Good trivia question: Has Shal Shelis ever recorded in Yiddish before? I guess the answer is no, huh? <laughs> there you go. Oh, yes, that's the answer. All right, uh, what's the Magid's Menorah about? Why did you uh, take the time to get together with the group and you did them and uh, release something called the Magid's Menorah? So um, the Magid's Menorah is a song about, um, A, obviously about the Hanukkah season, and more specifically about the Kajnitsa Magid, who um, is 200 yard site is this year. And I'm sure many people, I mean, my first exposure to Kajnitz, as I'm sure many of the listeners, let's say, who are not necessarily delved into Hasidus, um, they may have heard the name from uh, Shlomo Kalavach and his stories. Oh, yeah. He often speaks about the Kajnitz Um But as I think we may have spoken to briefly on the phone over the past couple of years, um, we have actually the current Kajnitz Rebbe, who is from, grew up on the West Side and then moved to Israel, opened up a shtibel on the Upper West Side, about a year and a half ago, which I've uh, become very much involved in. And through that, um, obviously, I've uh, gotten to learn more about the uh, Kajnitz in general. And more specifically with the Kajnitz, the Magid, and the Menorah, last year, um, the, the Rebbe, the current today's Rebbe, has the Menorah of the Kajnitz, the Magid, uh, from, you know, over 250 years ago, in which there is a whole story behind it, as to um, uh, very much, very in short, uh, his daughters couldn't have children for many for every time a child uh, she would try to have children, the, ch- the child, the children would pass away, and the Rebbe Levi Yitzchak came through the town and he, he asked him for a bracha and he said, uh, "Give me your menorah and I'm going to bless this menorah, which should be a present for the born, the grandson, which will be born in a year from now." and um, and the story goes as such that obviously uh, the the, the Torah was continued through through the Kajar dynasty to that, and over the course of the years, there have been many stories that have been told about uh, this menorah, those present by the menorah lighting, um, and people at the lighting, and um, it's just uh, so so. There's no better way to tell the story um, in Yiddish, and um, obviously with the hopefully was hopefully a good tune. And, um, yeah, whoever thought you and I would be speaking about this kind of stuff. Yeah, here, you, you, you could say that <laughs> again. So just, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, just so I can make this clear, the, the, um, this is the menorah. In other words, the, the menorah you just told the story about is the 200 year old menorah that, if I'm not mistaken, has been making the rounds around these parts these days. Am I right? Yeah. Yes, yes. So in fact, um, I guess the, uh, the, um, uh, you know, of this whole, the climax of this whole uh, story is, is that tonight um, the the Rebbe will be here in the Upper West is here on the Upper West Side and will be lighting the menorah at um, MBS Day School. That's this evening. Uh, what time? Pardon? That's this evening at at, at regular candle lighting time. Uh, no, it's going, to, it's going to be six thirty, seven o'clock. It's going to end up being a, it's a community wide event, and right. I don't mean just for the Upper West Side. Anyone and everyone is welcome to to, to participate. Um, I think the address is 315 West 75th Street, which is between Riverside and West End. Right. Um, the Adidas will be there. 310. Sure uh, 3, 310. 310. 310, I apologize. 310, I apologize. 
310, and um, it will be a beautiful and inspirational evening um, with singing. The Yadidim Choir will be there. Um, like I said, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll sing the song, um, and uh, there'll be what there'll be there'll be something for everybody uh, in terms of uh, you know with, with the family event as well. The Rebbe will give out sales to children, and people will have a chance to hate see the menorah and be also daven and be misfollow. Uh, by, by the lighting. All right. Uh, tonight, 7 p.m. Manhattan Day School, the Kuznetsa Rebbe from B'nai Brock, who is a Manhattan Day School graduate, right? Correct. He's actually, it's actually Tel Aviv, and only later on B'nai Brock as well. He actually went from the West Side to Tel Aviv. He is an MDF uh, uh, alumni, and uh, when he did come of age, he actually opened shop more in Tel Aviv, and uh, that's, you know, part of his whole... Um, uh, uh, demeanor that of encompassing and, and care of and outreach and whatnot. So, uh, it's, it's a special person in itself. Who wrote the song, by the way? <laughs> so I wrote the tune, um, and, uh, I just, just had the idea of, of what it should be about, but clearly, uh, Yiddish is not my first language or my second per se. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, we, I enlisted the, uh, help of, of my friends from the Edenham Choir who, you know, was about to know over the years. And we've done a lot of, uh, we've done a lot of, like, you know, off album work together. Right. Um, so there's a fellow by the name of Heshi Leichter. He's the one who wrote the, wrote the lyrics. And Abrami Burko and Shia Burko, who are both of the Edenham Choir, uh, Ronnie Burko did the entire production of the uh, music and putting the whole thing together, and was a phenomenal, phenomenal young talent. And his brother Shio is the uh, main uh, adult solo on the album. And um, we had so much fun that we we're actually thinking of uh, possibly doing the whole album together oh, down the road. <laughs> very nice. Get him to start writing those Yiddish tunes for you. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. If you if you search YouTube, Shalshelis and Yedidim, or even just search the Magid's Menorah, it'll come up. Just released last week in honor of Hanukkah five seven seven five by Yitzchak Rosenthal and Shalshelis, and uh, that story that he just told. It's all it's all told in this uh, in this musical selection tonight. The Kuznetsov Rebbe from uh, Israel will be in Manhattan Day School for the lighting of the very same menorah. That is the subject of this story, so you can check that out tonight on the Upper West Side. Tonight, obviously, the eighth night of Hanukkah, a very special night to be together and to uh, and to participate in that lighting. Uh, Yitzchak Rosenthal, a happy Hanukkah to you. We'll play the song so everybody can hear it. And Yashikov, you're always releasing amazing material. And uh, th- this in honor of Hanukkah is something very welcome to the audience. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a happy Hanukkah. There he is. Yitzchak Rosenthal from Shalshelis. The Magid's Menorah is on JM in the AM.
Yeah. 
Words from Hallel on this uh, Hanukkah and Rosh Chodesh. Ma'ashiv Lashem. That's, of course, um, uh, Baruch Levine here at JMN. And before that, the Adidim Choir with Koach. That's their brand new single. And before that, of course, they were teamed up with Shalsheles, the Magid's Menorah single that Yitzchak Rosenthal of Shalsheles discussed with us. The Kuznetsa Rebbe will be at Manhattan Day School with that Menorah tonight. At 7 p.m. for Zos Hanukkah. Can you believe tonight is the eighth night of Hanukkah? Hey, we're still asking. We asked this again on social media yesterday. I don't know if it's going to be possible at this point. But the uh, the mushroom lamp, which the people from Kosher Innovations have rightfully made a very big deal about. Apparently it's uh, one of the hottest things out there in the Jewish world at this point. So we, we proposed a uh, eighth day of Hanukkah. Mushroom lamp Hanukkah, where you'd literally line up eight mushroom lamps, put a ninth one in the center, uh, raised a little bit, of course, and um, light them all up, take a picture, start spreading it around the world. I don't know if it's going to happen. I have no idea if it's going to happen. But I can tell you that uh, we, ha- we have done our part <laughs> in begging everybody for it. I, I, I'm assuming the only ones who could do it will be the kosher lamp, mushroom lamp people themselves. I don't think anybody else has nine lamps uh, hanging out in their house. Although you never know. Large enough house, you never know. Uh, but the likelihood is it would have to be the people up there at Kosher Innovation. So if they come through with that, we'll let you know, and we'll certainly post it on our uh, on our social media. Make sure you like our Facebook page, Nachum Siegel Network. Make sure you um, follow us on Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net. Instagram, simply Nahum Siegel, one word. That's how you follow us, uh, you know, with all that stuff. OU Jewish Reaction Show with plenty about this week's OU convention coming up with uh, Ellie Hagler. That is happening at 9 o'clock this morning right after JM and the AM. The one and only ZK is going to have a uh, a live lunch between 11 and 1 o'clock. So you could check that out. Album of the week this week is Mordechai Ben David's MBD and Friends from a long time ago. That'll be happening between 10 and 11 this morning in our stream at jmtheam.org.
Shreinu is amazing. What a song. Great selection. JM in the AM with Yoni Eliav and company on that one. Yeshiva Boys Choir had Yevonim Baruch Levine with Ma Shiv. Tuesday, JM in the AM on the Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh. Thanks for joining us. Just got an email from somebody about an Israeli soldier who was injured, a part of the Givati Brigade, who suffered a traumatic brain injury during the war this summer. He's been in a coma ever since, and he'll be going undergoing major brain surgery today. Yehuda Yitzchak ben Irit. Yehuda Yitzchak ben Irit. And uh, everybody out there, of course, please include him in your prayers today. Yehuda Yitzchak ben Irit. That is a uh, an Israeli soldier undergoing... Very serious surgery, as we described. Uh, JM and the AM, reminder that the Yarche Kala in Brooklyn for this coming Thursday, legal holiday December the 25th, will include Rabbi Yisrael Reisman, Rabbi Eli Reisman, Rabbi Yisrael Dove Webster, happening at the Agudas Yisrael of, uh, Agudas Yisrael of Madison, 2122 Avenue S, begins at 9 a.m. after Shacharis. That's this coming Thursday in Brooklyn, New York. Mayanot Yeshiva High School presents a, a day for parents, uh, guests, everybody for the community, everybody from the community. This coming uh, Thursday, 9.30 until 12.30, the Mayanot Yeshiva High School presents the annual day of study 
in the liberal arts and sciences with keynote address by Dr. Julie Goldstein, the chair of Mayanot's Jewish History Department. That's happening Thursday. Contact Mayanot Yeshiva High School for information about that for this coming Thursday. Has concert coming up, of course. Yaakov Shweki is headlining. That's happening January the 11th. If you don't have your tickets yet, you, you may be shut out of most of the categories at this point, frankly. Uh, but you can find out by going to uh, hasconcert.com, H-A-S-C-concert.com. Rabbi Bender was scheduled to join us from Elder Care. Elder Care 2 is happening this Sunday at the LaGuardia Plaza Hotel in East Elmhurst, New York. We'll see if he gets in touch with us. Um, that's happening again, Elder Care 2, brought to you by Achiezer, this coming Sunday, 6 p.m. at the LaGuardia Plaza Hotel on Dittmar's Boulevard in East Elmhurst, New York, achiezer.org slash eldercare, achiezer.org slash eldercare for all the information. This is JM in the AM.
Shav Band off of their uh, Shabbat Volume Number 1 CD with Adon Alam. Ari Goldwag before that with Your Smile off of his brand new English album. Benny Friedman, Imenani Limili, that's brand new from the CD entitled With All My Soul. His uh, recent release, he was here in studio at JM and the AM to discuss that. Uh, believe it or not, tonight's the eighth day of Hanukkah. Could you imagine? Tonight's the eighth night. The uh, the menorahs, the Hanukkiot, will look uh, beautiful and bright this evening with all eight lights lit. We look forward to uh, watching on social media as everybody posts those pictures. Every night people are posting pictures, but the eighth night, boy, oh, boy. That's when everyone makes sure to get those photos up. Um, so that's going to be happening uh, later on already in the certain parts of the world. It's already the eighth day of Hanukkah, believe it or not. Hard to believe that it's uh, gone so quickly. And um, everybody out there can uh, look back, hopefully, on a holiday of uh, peace and and the one of joy during this Hanukkah 5775. Uh, Six minutes before 9 o'clock, it's JM in the AM with Schlockrock. Hanukkah, 
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Round the world on the web, jamintheam.org. Wraps up a day seven of Hanukkah for us at JM in the AM. Ellie Hagler, OU Jewish Reaction Show coming up next. ZK Live Lunch between 11 and 1 o'clock, all at jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. Have a happy Hanukkah. Wonderful Rosh Chodesh, everybody. Tomorrow morning we're back starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Till the Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.